0: This is Tim Howard, the host of Reflect the Life You Want, and I'm excited today to have as a guest Kimberly Lupo of Portrait Pharmaceuticals to the show. So welcome to the show, Kimberly.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, it's great to have you as a guest. You and I first connected at the recent Coastal Entrepreneur Awards, which uh, was really cool to see you honored and what you're doing with your business, but then something you said towards the end just kind of touched me, and I went over there and introduced myself right afterwards and I said, I'd like to have you as a guest on my show. So thank you for taking me up on that invitation.
1: Absolutely. Pleasure to be here.
0: Yeah. It's, um, you're in the midst of a startup and a brand new business. And I just imagine you've got a lot going on. So I appreciate you taking your time out of your busy schedule to be here with us. So I usually just allow my guests just to kind of introduce themselves. Tell us a little bit about your personal history or professional history what got you interested in starting up this new business and just bring us up to speed on your life and portrait pharmaceuticals.
1: Yeah, sure. So I grew up in a small town about an hour and a half west of here called Mm -hmm. Fairmont, North Carolina. Um, very small, very small town. And, uh, from an early age, I was always interested in science. I got, you know, I was the kid that got the chemistry set for Christmas <laughs> and, uh, you know, the the telescopes, any kind of science I was interested in. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I graduated high school, went to UNC Pembroke, got a full ride there. So it was kind of a no-brainer. That's um, great. So I was able to to drive back and forth and live at home which was which was very good and um, got my chemistry degree from there and that's when it really started to kind of formulate that I wanted to have my own lab even in undergrad hmm. and so i went on to grad to grad school got my masters i didn't really want to be at the highest you know but a phd but i didn't mm-hmm. kind of want to start at the bottom of the bottom of the totem pole mm-hmm. So I went on to UNC Charlotte. It was a great experience. It was the first time I'd lived by myself in a big city. And so I learned a lot about myself um, during those two and a half years that I was in Charlotte. And mm-hmm. then shortly after that, I got a job at Metrics Incorporated in Greenville, North Carolina. And a uh, contract pharmaceutical company, very similar to what I'm doing now. Uh, and we, I just I fell in love with it and over the last 15 years uh it kind of formulated what i was kind of really what i wanted to to be as far as you know the the laboratory and kind of my focus over the last few years is really just i wanted to have an impact on people's lives mm-hmm. and that was really the driving force to me wanting to start start my own thing because in an established company, it's very difficult to have a certain kind of culture that you want to have and be able to apply the principles that you want to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a little bit of control as a manager, but you're kind of limited. And so I really wanted to build a, a company that um, I could impact my employees' lives as well as my clients' lives. And then because I'm in the medical industry, you know, being able to kind of indirectly affect. Patients' lives is really mm-hmm. exciting for me because mm-hmm. I don't—I've never wanted to be on the front lines, mm-hmm. you know. I never wanted to be a doctor or <laughs> or, or anything like that. But I—I I did like the the medical piece of it. It's so, boring.
0: what are some of those values or the vision that led you to create this business that you wanted to—that culture you mentioned that you wanted to have?
1: Yeah. So I want um, I want there to be a lot of uh, ownership mm-hmm. from all of our employees. I want there to be a truly collaborative uh, environment to where, you know, the, the person on the bench has the ability to come into my office and say, I think we can do some, do this better. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, I've been thinking about it and here's, here's some ways to do it. And I want to be able to, to be able to, um, grow those people technically, um, leadership-wise, really be able to challenge those folks and get them to where they want to be in their Mm -hmm. career. Mm -hmm. Um, And just a very inclusive, very easygoing, but motivated uh, culture, Mm-hmm. Uh, I think a lot of companies now are just all about the bottom line, mm-hmm. all about the bottom line, and it's all about the money. And it's and it's really got to be about your people because if you take care of your people, they'll do the work that you need to do right. to be able to make the money. Yeah. And so you really – I want my focus to be on um, my people, my clients, mm-hmm. and those patients.
0: So, so I'm imagining maybe some of the experience you had prior professionally, there was an absence of some of these things that you want to – create in your own. Yeah, organization. I
1: mean, you know, I learned a lot from from every company that I worked for and mm-hmm. and there's and every single one of them was good in their in their own ways, mm-hmm. but you know, once you get so big, once you um, you know, there's there's limitations to what to what some, you know, corporate companies can do. Mm-hmm. And so I don't I really want to as I scale, make it a priority to Still continue to have that small town kind of small company, very inclusive kind of culture.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, So I just, I don't want to have that mentality of it's just all about the the dollar.
0: Yeah, that's great. Well, people will sense that from you as their leader and helping to collaborate together to create that. Oh, yeah, you
1: definitely have to lead by example. Yeah. You know, and and as a you know CEO, you have this title, and so you really have to make more of an effort mm-hmm. to ask people what yeah. they think, because they you really a lot of people are like, oh, she don't care what I what I think. She you know she's got it all figured out. Well, I don't have it all figured out, and because I'm not living it every day, I need your advice. I need mm-hmm. your input, and and so you have to. You, you as a leader, have to put forth a lot of effort into mm-hmm. to making them feel comfortable to walk in your office and right. have those conversations for sure. So you're gonna have
0: have some intentionality around absolutely. being open to feedback and input.
1: Yeah, and you have like. to graciously um, take feedback that you don't really want to hear. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you be yeah, open you, to you, receiving you, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: You ask the question, here's the, here's the response. Yeah,
1: and it may not be something that you want to hear, but yeah. you have to be prepared to accept it and yeah. react accordingly. Mm-hmm. Um, because it, in some cases, it could be value-added mm-hmm. for
0: sure. Yeah. It's, you know, the diversity of different perspectives that people have that Absolutely. may not be the same as yours may open the door to thinking about doing something differently. I'm wondering you guys um, if you could describe— what are some of the key services that you're offering and what is it maybe that you might be doing differently or thinking about being able to do differently that already exists in your industry?
1: Yeah. So I think, um, well, as far as the testing and the, and the, and the service that we offer, we don't have a whole lot of um, different things that, that other companies have. Mm -hmm. Um, What we do, do differently is our customer service Mm. you know we a lot of the industry right now is backed up there's a backlog they're having trouble um with staff and just resources and supply chains also kind of put a put a crunch on some of those things and so turnaround time is really poor and that's what most of the clients complain about Mm -hmm. and so because we're small because we're flexible um and because we have that customer service mindset we are that's that's our competitive advantage Mm -hmm. we can turn around things fast way faster than our competitors Mm
0: -hmm. for sure agile
1: yeah i mean you know we're um because, because we're small, mm-hmm. we, we have the ability ability mm-hmm. to do that. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: have you thought about as you're scaling and mm-hmm. growing, how do you maintain and sustain that?
1: Yeah. So when I was at Metrics, I actually developed a process flow mm-hmm. for my group of 16. Mm-hmm. And um, just even within the company, I was able to, without having to deal with the external groups that I didn't have control over, Mm -hmm. we were able to decrease our turnaround times by two weeks. Wow. Which is significant. Yeah. And so kind of the plan as we scale is to apply that process flow to Mm -hmm. Portrait so that we can maintain those those turnaround times Mm -hmm. for sure.
0: Now you're, if I understand, you're working closely with the UNC Wilmington system as you're developing?
1: Well, so we we don't really have a lot of um, association with UNC. Mm-hmm. We're not working with any of their professors okay. or anything at this time. We are just leasing. So they have a Marbionic facility. And maybe they, that's it.
0: You have yeah, a yeah, lab. They, ha- they,
1: have, um, they have available spaces, laboratory mm-hmm. spaces that... Any company can come and lease, mm-hmm. and so that w- that was a godsend for us because to be able to retrofit like a flex space, like something like you have, mm-hmm. would be seven hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. And so just to be able to have all of that infrastructure in place is mm-hmm. great. Yeah. And so that's um, that's been super helpful as we've gotten started mm-hmm. to be able to be st- to get started. It would be a several years from now before it would have mm-hmm. been. Mm-hmm. Been possible.
0: That's great. What other kinds of resources locally have you tapped into or taken advantage of that have helped you as you're starting up a new business?
1: Yeah, so UNCW does have a lot of um, uh, programs. The CIE, which is the Center for Entrepreneur um, Innovation and Entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. the SBTDC, I have a counselor with them. They also have a
0: small business technology technology development center.
1: Yes. Um, so I have a counselor with them, and so they've been really helpful. I'm con- I'm actually participating in one of their um, intense mentoring programs right now, mm-hmm. um, and then of course, I mentioned him in in my speech, uh, Jim Roberts. Just yep. he has been really helpful, connecting me with people.
0: Jim's been a guest on this show.
1: Yeah, he's um, he's great. He's really got a lot of energy, and uh, he's excited about. And, I mean, he'll connect you with whoever you need, mm-hmm. need to be connected to, mm-hmm. and so it's it's great. He knows a lot of people, and he's, he's definitely a supporter.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, I saw recently an article he shared about how Wilmington, from a startup ecosystem, is one of the top-rated communities for our size in the world. I can't remember what we're ranked, but
1: well, pretty so amazing. We're, so we're two in the world, yeah. and the only other one is in like Cambridge in England. So, for, it's like, for a community for this, this size. size. Yeah. yeah, so it's pretty amazing.
0: Yeah, it is. Yeah, there's been a lot of, uh, and it's been cool to watch and see so many different startups. And the Coastal Entrepreneur Awards, where we first met, just honors and celebrates all of that, all these amazing companies and entrepreneurs and people starting up new business. So, it's, it's really cool for you to be able to capitalize mm-hmm. on this opportunity here in this culture.
1: Yeah, I went, um, I was a guest last year. Mm-hmm. With the CIE and mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, I'm gonna have me one of those those surfboards. <laughs> I just was not expecting it to I happen. Like uh, it was I was just not expecting it to happen this soon. So it's been um, it's been great.
0: Well, that's a great segue into. I asked you ahead of the show to look at the Reflect the Life You Want acrostic, mm-hmm. and um, you said the one that most resonated with you are the T, which is thoughts are key. Think it created. It. And it's like you said to yourself, "I'm going to get me one of those surfboards." Which, if you, for those who haven't been at the award ceremony, the award is given mm-hmm. in the form and the shape of a surfboard, kind of homage to our culture here at the mm-hmm. at the beach. So, talk a little bit about that. Thoughts are key. Think it created. Why does that especially resonate with you? Uh,
1: you know, I, I've always been I've always been a goal setter. Mm-hmm. So the first week that I worked at Metrics. Mm-hmm. I said, I want this person's job. Mm. And four years later, I got that person's job. Mm. So for me, I think it's really important for people to think about where they want to be, who they want to be Mm -hmm. in 10 years, in Mm -hmm. 20 years. Mm -hmm. And I've recently discovered that it's even more important to write those things down. Mm -hmm. So... Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but Patrick David, he has this one-page business plan mm-hmm. YouTube video that he suggests, and it's and you you pretty much put you set goals for your year for the year, what you want to accomplish in every aspect of your life, your mm-hmm. finances, spiritually, mm-hmm. um, your relationships, and then you have to write down what habits you need to mm-hmm. have. In order to meet those goals, and so I have my business plan, my one-year business plan on my mirror and at, at home, and then I have another copy at um, on, on my wall at, at on my, off, at my office. And um, it's really important to write it down because yep. it keeps you accountable, and you have to put it where you can see it so that you mm-hmm. can remind yourself. Yeah. on a daily, on a weekly basis that these are the goals. These are, because you need to set them that they can, um, they can be achievable,
0: mm-hmm. but they're
1: still stretch goals, you know, like you, um, I think that it's important to look at where you want to be
2: mm-hmm.
1: and, and kind of work backwards yep. of how you're going to accomplish that. And I've always, you know, I've always kind of done that. Um, just, I wanted my master's degree. Let's do this. I'm going to mm-hmm. apply. I'm going to do this. This is how I achieve it. I wanted that job. This is how I achieve it. Um,
0: well, you're speaking to a, a lot. I do some coaching through the man School with men, and you're speaking to a lot of the principles I teach other guys. Uh-huh. So, you know, when we're working on goals, we're working on our subconscious. hmm and you spoke to how you like you had this vision. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna get me one of those surfboards. So it's like, what are the things that I'm gonna start to do enable me to get there? But having a clear vision around what that goal is, uh, just like you described, I have at home. I have things on my bathroom mirror. You know, mm-hmm. affirmations, scripts, goals, and I have a script like you said, I write out on a regular basis or sometimes I listen to it. I have it recorded mm-hmm. by voice, no, a voice on a voice on my idea. phone. And I just kind of, I'm re-listening to it all the time or writing it out on a regular basis. So I'm working on my subconscious and this idea of, um, you know, our reticular activating system. You know, we start to bring things into our awareness of things that we need to do in order us to move forward to accomplish mm-hmm. this goal whatever it may be yeah. and you spoke to the different what well, we would call the man's school the arena of life the different areas things mm-hmm. like our intimate relationship with your yep. husband your family yep. um, your health uh, your self esteem your self worth your, your finances all these different things are all interrelated
2: mm-hmm. you can't just
0: focus on one yep. at the expense of everything else
2: mm-hmm.
0: so that's really cool. The the second E of the acrostic reflect is to energize your thoughts towards that which you intend to be, which is very much related to what mm-hmm. you've just described. It's like you're creating habits, routines that are moving you in that direction mm-hmm. of where you want to go, and that's powerful.
1: Yeah, you definitely—I um, I read a lot of books, and so a lot of them suggest that, you know, you think about sitting across the table from yourself that, mm. you know— that's 10 years older than you, Mm. like who, who do you want that person to be? Mm
2: -hmm. You know,
1: like what legacy do you want to leave? What are they? I mean, it's kind of seems a little, people don't like to think about it, but what do you want said at your funeral about yourself? Do you want us, you you know, do you want to say that you worked 80 hours a week and you didn't really have anything to show for it? Mm -hmm. You know, like, um, so that's why you know, I try to focus on, you know, I want I want to be impactful for people's lives, for the mm-hmm. good, for mm-hmm. the better. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's what I want my legacy to be. I want mm-hmm. people to know that I invested in them, that I cared for them, that I really wanted them to genuinely succeed. And mm-hmm. so that's part of my goals mm-hmm. um, is to be able to, to have avenues to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, and be in a a state of myself that I can do that Mm -hmm. um, and be received well. Because you have to lead by example.
0: Absolutely. What you're speaking to also relates to uh, one of the concepts in the Reflect the Life You Want in the Mirror Book Project is feel now what you imagine it will be. Be when. Mm -hmm. So it's cool to me you shared this idea of sitting across from the table from myself. Mm -hmm. Like, who do I want to be? What's the kind of person I want to become? Because it's oftentimes more of who are we becoming that is more important than the goal itself. Yep. Because I need to become that person in order to accomplish these Mm -hmm. things.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, and you definitely have to um, uh, think about what was the... uh, I lost my train of train of thought. Um, yeah, so so when you were saying like what you you ha- you have to be the person that that you're you're wanting wanting to be, mm-hmm. and you also have to consider who you don't want to be.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, what regrets do I not want to have in ten years? Yeah. So it's, you know, what am I doing that I could regret in ten years? <laughs> you know, what am I, what am I moving towards that's I'm not going to be happy about in teen years. Mm-hmm. So you have to look at the, the mm-hmm. opposite. Opposite. Well,
0: yeah, That's and I, I like this idea of flip the script. So if I'm having this negative thought, what's what's 180 degrees out mm-hmm. from that? It's yeah. like I am as opposed to I don't want to become. Mm-hmm. Because if I focus on not becoming, I'm going to become that. Yeah. But if I focus on who am I wanting to be, mm-hmm. and I get laser focused about becoming that person, it's yep. going to happen. And then other things are going to happen that are good, that may be unexpected, that help me to move in the direction I want to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So you, you said you read a lot of books. What's something that you've read lately or a book lately that's been especially impactful to you?
1: Um, personally or professionally?
0: W- whatever is most, most been impactful to you. That.
1: Um, you know, I, so one of my challenges that I've had over the last nine months is just getting um, familiar with sales Mm-hmm. Uh, it's definitely one of my weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And so a book was recommended to me, Same Side Selling. Mm-hmm. And it's definitely my mindset because it it it's more relational mm-hmm. than a game, like I'm trying to sell you something, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So um, that book has been really helpful as far as just changing my mindset and kind of mm-hmm. thinking about the sales process a little bit a little bit differently. Um, mm-hmm. So those are the kind of books, a lot of the books I
2: read. Yeah, so, great book. Uh, I'm
0: thinking of coming up. Um, there's a series of books called The Go-Giver, but one of them is The Go-Giver Seller. And mm-hmm. there's different laws and concepts that kind of we think differently about selling than maybe historically people have thought mm-hmm. about it. Um, but Based on what you've described around the kind of the values that you want to have in an organization, it might be a great book for you to check out. Go, the Go-Giver, the co-author, Bob Berg, and his co-author, John David Mann. Bob's been a guest to this podcast, the original Go-Giver book. And when I first read it, it was very, very impactful in my life. Most, most, the first four key concepts, what he calls the stratospheric laws of success, are about giving. Mm-hmm. and the fifth law is about receiving. Mm-hmm. But I'm imagining like you said same side selling I'm imagining it's about putting yourself in the other person's shoes and having empathy.
1: Yeah, and, and just and just partnering with with your clients rather than, you know, it being a a transaction, transaction you know, right. like I said it's more relation of, mm-hmm. relationship rather than, you know, you're building a a foundation there and so that's mm-hmm. that's important as you grow and you and you create those you want people to come back and you want people to, to continue mm-hmm. to work with you and so if you start out looking at it as a relationship it's um, it, it makes that process a little bit easier mm-hmm. and it's not such an internal battle
0: um, So you've worked on as being a CEO increasing your selling skills, what are some other challenges maybe you've ran into as a business leader that you've had to skill up or level up to become more of you want to be
2: um
1: just i guess um patience would be something that's been um been a a challenge and and when i say patience i mean kind of like slowing down and doing due diligence when it comes to even looking at vendors or different things and and kind of being a in an effort to be a better steward of the money that that I do have mm-hmm. um you know early on i kind of was just taking it ad- i wouldn't say taking advantage but not really being a great steward of of, of the money that that i had mm-hmm. and so just learning to be patient to slow down in decision making mm-hmm. has been it's been a challenge, but it's also – it's been a good learning experience mm-hmm. um, to be able to – because as you move – as I move forward, you can't make decisions on a whim. They've got to be – they've got to be thought thought out, I mm-hmm. mean, just with your employees and with financial decisions, how you, – your strategy. Mm-hmm. Like, those things have to be kind of thought out and um, just learning to, to slow down and, mm-hmm. and, and be – be more patient, mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm imagining the rate at which you're starting up this business and growing, that there's a lot of things that are moving, feel like they're moving very fast.
1: There's a lot of things that are moving fast, and then there's a lot of things that are moving slower. <laughs> Too
0: slow. <laughs> like
1: sales. Like, I would love for sales to be um, a lot faster, but um, mm-hmm. at the same time, they're, you know, my hands are in, you know, I'm doing 10 jobs, mm-hmm. you know, that, that I haven't. I've probably done four of those jobs before. Mm-hmm. So um, just learning learning all those different things and then managing your time mm-hmm. um, is very critical to being able to, to get it all done and make it happen.
0: Yes, absolutely. That's probably the most precious resource we have that um, once we lose it, we can't get it back. So um, we talked about a little bit around, again, ahead of the show, around the Reflect Acrostic, this idea that we got to love ourselves and let others know you love them. I wondered, what was it about what you're experiencing right now in life and as a startup leader, business leader, what are ways you're having to take better care of yourself in order to serve others?
1: Yeah, so um, a few years ago, I, I was I was convicted that you know every aspect of my life is um, should should be reflective of my relationship with christ and so um, I was already kind of on this um wellness journey trying to just get healthy mm-hmm. and um at the time that that kind of uh, realization occurred, I was on an antidepressant I was you know just in a bad place mentally physically, emotionally mm-hmm. and so um now, I'm really focusing on in order for me to be the best person that I can be today, mm-hmm. I have to prioritize certain things. Mm-hmm. And those things are um, my Bible study, first mm-hmm. thing in the morning, it has to happen, mm-hmm. and then my exercise. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been able to come off of my antidepressant, but it's like it's crazy because if I don't exercise two days in a row, I start to, to have those kind of tendencies. It's mm-hmm. just two days. Yeah. And so in order for me to maintain that and to be able to um to ma- you know, present myself in a way that's um, professional uh, and happy and, you know, all of those things, I have to have that time. Exercise is, is critical, mm-hmm. eating well is critical. Mm-hmm. Um just not eating a bunch of junk and uh, because i think i think in my where where i'm at Mm -hmm. it's very important that first impressions is everything yes and so i look at the way i look and my fitness it it tells me it tells my clients it tells investors it tells everybody if i'm disciplined if i am mm-hmm. if I take care of myself if i because like if i'm not disciplined with myself i'm not going to be disciplined with your project potentially like right. how am i like I feel like it relates very much of who you are mm-hmm. um, so my physical fitness as well as just my my emotional uh, psychological health is really important mm-hmm. um to To maintain that on a daily basis, so that I can present myself in a way that I feel like glorifies God, you know mm-hmm. that that i I want to show other people that that I do have it together, mm-hmm. even though I may not be feeling that way <laughs> at, at times um because it's i mean it I can have some very discouraging days, and I get yeah. in my head, and I just have to um I have to work myself out of it mm-hmm. and and try to not be so um Critical of myself, mm. yeah. um, You know, because at the end of the day, well, in my, most days, I feel like I'm I've done everything I can do, and so I have to to accept that and go Keeping to the next. Yep.
0: I'm wondering uh, a couple of questions I like to ask each guest is like, you know, you're you're describing some of the things you're working on for yourself, and it's like. What's one thing that you're trying to be very intentional about to reflect more of the life that you want in your own life? That is something that's important to you. You talked about physical fitness. Are there other things that, it's like, if there's one thing I do consistently that's helping me to become the kind of business leader I want to be, the kind of wife I want to be? You know, what what is that one thing that's really important?
1: Um, I guess the one thing. It's, I guess it's kind of not one thing, but it's, um, I guess my routine mm-hmm. has been really important because mm-hmm. um, if I don't get up and I don't exercise and don't do my Bible study before the husband gets up and all that, you know, life starts happening, then it, mm-hmm. it gets pushed to the to mm-hmm. the back. So, But then at the same time, to be able to keep up with the house and do all the other things and Kind of stay motivated at work. The routine has has to be there, and so right. I've always been kind of strict on. You know, I've always been um, kind of a um, a uh, stickler for uh, routine. Mm-hmm. But it's even it's gotten even more so lately um, because you know just choosing not to watch television and read a yep. book instead, like yep. those things. Those are the little things, like just. Not putting the laundry on the bed rather than folding, folding it up mm-hmm. as it comes out of the dryer those those are the little things because that's um the those the small little things and those habits and those routines mm-hmm. are keep me on track to be able to do all the things that I want to do and be able to be present, like mm-hmm. be present in that moment. Mm-hmm. When I'm with Chris, I'm with Chris. When I'm at work, I'm at work. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's um so that's important. Just keep your routine so that I can be present in the moment.
0: You're talking about reading instead of watching TV and some of the books you've been reading. A couple that have been impactful to me in recent months. One is the Five A. M. Club mm-hmm. by Robin Sharma. Talks a lot about one. morning routines great one he's got a new book out too about the, the everyday hero manifesto i've listened to an audiobook and then another one you're talking about made me think of atomic habits
1: yeah i've read that one by james
0: yeah. clear yeah and it is it's interesting to me and it teaches in the man school coaching is like having those routines I, i've actually started uh i don't know if you've heard of the the health and fitness kind of program, do 75 hard. So I've started that oh, recently. Oh, wow, you have. So, <laughs> that, so you got to get in a, 2, two forty five 45-minute workouts a day and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I needed an intervention to kind of get me back on track, uh, higher level of fitness. Um, but taking the time with intentionality to put good thoughts into our mind mm-hmm. with good ideas that we're reading and developing it, it's, it's like um, – This idea years ago, Darren Hardy wrote in The Compound Effect, it's not about these big, Mm -hmm. huge changes like that 1% a day, incremental improvement. Just like you talked about in your your prior company you worked with, reducing that process flow by two weeks. Mm -hmm. That's a huge change. But it it wasn't like one thing. It was like examining the process, examining Mm -hmm. the little steps along. How do we make that incremental improvement? Mm -hmm. Yep. Kind of like Kaizen, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you're working on, to reflect more of the life you want, just working on those daily habits, those daily routines to get get a little better each day. Yeah, I have
1: a tendency, like I ha- I have a tendency to, my, for my mind to wander, mm-hmm. like, you know, just, and so I'm really trying to be intentional about if I have a routine, Mm-hmm you know this time is dedicated to that mm-hmm. and so because i've dedicated that other mind time mm-hmm. to those things it's allowing me to be more present mm-hmm. and so I, that's that's something that i guess roundabout way it's is what i'm what i'm working on because i have the tendency to just you know when i'm hanging out with chris i want to be with chris mm-hmm. and and not think about work and all these other things that are going on and be so fully
0: present for him.
1: Absolutely. And yeah. then at work I don't want to be thinking about what's going on at home or, or vice versa. I wanna be very, very intentional and and be present because if you can't be that way, if you're always scattered, then the people that you interact with you're there's not a lot of genuinality to mm-hmm. it, and you're not going to be able to have that impact that right. I want to have on people's yep. lives. Like, they, they need to know that you genuinely care about them, you genuinely want to be, to interact with them, and be involved with them for yeah, sure. Yeah,
0: when we're present with one another, we're giving off an energy towards Absolutely. one another, and we want that to be, have a positive impact on the other person.
1: Absolutely. So. And if you're not there in your head, then that's not going to happen. Yep.
0: It all starts there in our thoughts. It does. And then it creates an emotional yeah, it's it's powerful. It's amazing stuff. Well, you've been on this journey, startup, CEO, new business, wife, all these things you've experienced in your life is like if you went back kinda like you described earlier, like this idea of sitting across the mm-hmm. table from someone ten years from now. Maybe it's going back 10 years and looking at having a conversation with mm-hmm. yourself or someone else that you might meet now. It's like, what is that one bit of wisdom you've gained at this point in life that you could share with someone else to reflect more of the life that they want?
1: Ooh, um, that's a hard one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh. I guess I would probably well if if I was talking to myself i would um i would definitely um, say be more be more um mindful of of your relationship with Christ. there's mm-hmm. been so many times um that He's had to jerk me back into into um into relationship with him like i I kind of veered too far away, mm-hmm. and those were the hard times when I was trying to do it myself mm. um so I would say that, but if I was just to talk to just the general public um you know i would um Really think things through, be slow, think about things for a long time, really, and talk to people that's done it before
2: mm-hmm.
1: and that's experienced it before. The people that are going to actually give you, that's going to tell you the good and the bad, mm-hmm. uh, you know, figure out where you want to go, talk to people that's there, talk to people that have went through what you're going to have to go through to kind mm-hmm. of get a real a realistic picture of what it's going to look like. Mm-hmm. Because when I was starting this, the picture that it has been is not what I expected it to look like. Yeah. And if I would have had some more intentional conversations early on with people that could provide me more insight, it would have made some things a lot easier. Mm-hmm. So I think just in general, um, figure out where you want to go and then talk to people, get counsel, read as much as you can before you jump head over heels into mm-hmm. it, you know?
0: Well, that, that ties in well with uh, the C chapter, the Reflect across it, Clarify your Inner Circle. Is like yeah. seeking out those mentoring relationships, mm-hmm. seeking out maybe relationships with people who've been there, done that before, you know, what were some of the challenges that they faced, uh, and... You know, sometimes it's more on a personal level. It's like, mm-hmm. I'm struggling with this kind of yeah. an issue, you know, got any wisdom for me. Um, and I am imagine for you and Chris, it's very, very, very important that you guys are aligned and united moving absolutely. forward like, with everything absolutely. that you guys are doing. Yeah. So that's yeah. kind of very important. Yeah. So faith and it, it's it sounds a lot about relationships. One, relationship with the Lord and then two, relationships with people that can help you to become... Who you want to become and create the kind of organization that you want to have.
1: Yeah, because you can can read as many books as you want, but people's experiences and people's what they've been through and how they've had to do things. It'll give you a different perspective and it's real. They've, they've done it. Yeah. And so there's, there's so much more value in those conversations and those relationships mm-hmm. with, with people that's that's gone on that path before yeah. you, for sure.
0: Well, it sounds like you've been availing yourself of some of those things through the SBTDC mm-hmm. and like Jim Roberts making connections for mm-hmm. you. So it sounds like you're working with some intentionality towards doing those things. And I hope You'll continue to build upon that. You'll make new connections. Hopefully, maybe someone will hear this podcast and say, I want to reach out. Absolutely. And make a connection with you. So if people do want to connect with you, Kimberly, or they want to learn more about your business or learn more about some of the things that uh, you're working on, take advantage of your services, uh, come alongside with you. Mm Mm-hmm and partner with you how how are some of the best ways to connect with you
1: so all of the information for the business is on the website um www.portrett.com um, it it has our address on there I, I would love for people to come come by and visit and see see the, the, the lab see the lab the marbonic facility is amazing and it's um, so i, I lo- absolutely love showing it off and then um, so there's also a general email on that, on that, um, the website is called info at com, And that actually comes directly to me. So, um, as a, as an email and then that, that phone number also on there comes directly to me. Okay. So, and
0: portrait again is yeah. dot com, Right. Yeah.
1: So it's a little play on words. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, great. And you're, you're on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. So, yes, I'm very heavy on LinkedIn. Uh, Portrait also has a Facebook page. Uh, we post a few more videos on. Uh, so, like the C, C um, the CEA uh, awards thing is yeah. up there on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we post quite a bit quite a bit on Facebook. We we post almost daily on LinkedIn. Um,
0: so you got your surfboard
1: yeah I did I uh, did now I gotta just get the big one <laughs>
0: well it's you know there is so much happening in this community and so much positive things so it's you've it's got an entrepreneurial spirit and the kind of ecosystem like you know Jim emphasizes um Lots of exciting things happening. And it's, for me, it's just cool to see you stepping out in faith and launching this new business venture. Just want to celebrate you and the success you're having with Portrait Pharmaceuticals. And I just uh, hope people will reach out, connect with you, learn more about your services, or just reach out with you personally and just uh, hear more about your story. And uh, maybe maybe they got some wisdom they want to share with you.
1: Yeah, I'd love to hear it. Like, I'm... I like to soak it all in. So, yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you so much.
0: Well, it's been a delight to have you as a guest today. I just want to thank you for taking the time to be here. And I just encourage my guests just to go out and live a life of greatness.
1: Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.